0: Uh, But enough del- delaying the inevitable, Jason Smith. Let's talk about uh, what everyone wants to talk about. I've I've allowed myself not 24 hours to process, but it is about 1 15 p.m. as you record this on the day after Christmas. I've allowed myself a little time to process this. I was watching this in, mo- in probably not the most ideal situation, Jason Smith. I was listening to this while I was uh, away from home in a loud environment. Trying to be hospitable
1: mm.
0: and also watch the game and lose my mind at the same time. Were you able to watch the game undisturbed? Were you able to watch this in a pretty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yo, watch
1: watched it. Uh, you know, with with great expectations and high hopes, looking to. I I think you know, embarrassed is the word that that oh, our, major, man. you know, Drew our producers got on the screen. I, that that was the feeling afterwards, especially going to that game, hoping to salvage a road trip. You know, finish it off two and two, especially after a, a strong performance against Phoenix and mm-hmm. you know that you're doing it against a, a Golden State team that doesn't have Steph, doesn't have Wiggins as well. And so, yeah, man, watch the whole thing from start to finish, and you start hyped up. You start, man, it's the first Christmas game, you know, first Christmas Day game ever for the Grizzlies. Let's make a statement. You know, Jaws talked about not being concerned about anybody in the West. Man. You, you see Steph looking like uh, Oscar the Grouch in that green count outfit that <laughs> looked terrible, and you say, you know, you're going to make a statement. And then, I think Jordan Poole ends up with 17 in the first quarter. And from, from the get-go, you're like, what's, what's going on here? And and again, albeit against a Golden State team that had been good at home, 12-2, and now 13-2, one of the best records at home. But you're doing it without the heartbeat, without Steph Curry. And so mm-hmm. uh, the night finished in this Yeah, man, I, I watched the entire thing from start to finish and got mad at everybody from Jaron to Dylan Brooks to the referees at one point. But I just thought... You know, I, for me, the bottom line saying for the most part was I didn't think the Ja Morant's teammates – I know a lot of the talk today is on Ja backing up your words, not being concerned about anybody in the West and you lose to a Golden State team you're supposed to have a rivalry with that didn't have Steph. But but for me, it was his teammates mm-hmm. more so not stepping up and matching what I thought was some pretty good energy from him. I mean, Ja, ja had a ja had a pretty good game, all things considered. I think, you know, six, seven turnovers, that's fine. But yeah. all things considered, I didn't think his teammates matched the effort. So. In the end, you know, I was disappointed with the uh, with the effort to finish off the road trip there. So,
0: yeah, man, I'm, um, yeah, I'm trying not to be super emotional as I kind of prepare myself to des- describe what I saw yesterday, but I just can't avoid it, man. Like, I there there are certain things that I'll be honest, watching that game last night in front of in front of company in front of people I was meeting for the first time, it was a situation where I'm like. This really makes me question everything I thought was true, Jason Smith. That's that's that was the emotion I had last night. Like, okay, what is real to me? And there's only two things, three things that I think that are true about this team that I think you can stand on. I think that Ja Morant, when the lights are the brightest, he takes his game to another level. He definitely did that yesterday. Mm-hmm. I saw that Dylan Brooks is a guy that win, lose, or draw is going to come for the smoke. Whether he, you know, whether you're losing, winning, I've never seen, I've never questioned a lack of effort when it comes to Dylan Brooks. And he definitely came with the energy, the effort yesterday, for sure. Those teams, those two things are true. And the number three is, Santi Aldama might be a man-man. Those hmm. are the three positives I took from that game. That he was ready for that moment. Dylan was ready for the moment. Ja Morant was ready for the moment, of course. The rest of these dudes on this team, man, I don't know, bro. Like,
1: I mean, I, I'm with you on Dylan's energy, but when you give up 17 points to Pool in yeah, the first quarter, yeah, and,
0: and,
1: and he got cooked in the first in the first quarter, and that was part of them setting the tone. I thought. Now he that got better, and and again, Pool ends up getting ejected. But I, I, I'm with you most of the time. Dylan is there. I just for for as much as we have praised him as being that guy on the you know being that guy that sets the tone. I just thought mm-hmm. you know, his job too. Is to is to is to shut a guy down, especially with that defensive game plan getting simpler. say, when you take Steph Curry out, yeah. I, I just yeah. didn't think he did a good job, an effective enough job early on.
0: And like I said, I'll give I'll give Desmond Bain the pass because he's probably oh, yeah. be supposed, to be, I don't, I don't even, supposed to be. out there. Just be honest. I don't I don't I don't know if Bain's even supposed to be. Right yeah, second, second game back. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's even supposed to be out there really at all. And I think I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if you see them kind of lightening this load going forward. Um but man, I saw so many things you just made me like, dude, can I can I trust you? Yeah, <laughs> so those, those were your
1: positives there.
0: Yeah, like those are the three positives I had from the game. But Dylan, we you know Dylan's gonna be out there and be a madman, and like so many people know a lot of stuff, even on the defensive end with Dylan, isn't actually his mechanics or anything he's doing. He's a very undisciplined defender for sure. But it's just the mental stuff that he brings, the it's energy, the, the right, toughness yeah. he brings those things are are tangible too, too, you know what I mean? So that part, you know he's gonna bring, like I said, Santi Aldama impressed me, man. He had a hard, he he was, he came out kinda looking kinda shaky, but he toughened up. He was barking right back and forth with uh, Draymond, the Draymond Greens of the world. Yep. Santi's a tough, wild ass dude, man. Like for real, like that dude is nuts. And and I'm down, I'm riding for Santi Aldama for sure. But the negatives, man. J- Jaron Jackson Jr., one of my favorite players Ooh. in the entire NBA. Bro, and there's a lot of talk about the whole was Taylor Jenkins wrong when Jaron picked up his fourth foul in the third, and should you let him play it out? And is it better to have him sitting on the bench or uh or or let him play to get his fifth foul? Or what? Man, I'm not I'm not making these type of excuses for Jaron, man. Like, bro, this is this is. One of the bigger games you you've played in in your career. All eyes on you, prime time, the seven o'clock game on Christmas Day, and you flat out were not ready for the fight. Draymond Green li- literally little Bros you. You're his little bro from Michigan State days, and he little broed you on national television. He he baited you into everything he wanted you to do, and you were just constantly getting fouls, constantly hands everywhere, mind nowhere on the game, lack of focus, lack of discipline. And we need – Jaron Jackson Jr. has been probably the second most important player on this team, especially when you talk about the run that we made to get us to the top of the West. Jaron Jackson Jr. was a huge part of it. And, dude, you just totally checked out. Like you totally – it's almost like you didn't play in the game yesterday.
1: Only 21 minutes to your yeah. point. You take yourself out of the game by getting into foul trouble. And he, it was- and he had the five fouls against Denver, you know, in that game – and remember, I know I know it was a blowout, but but five games goes Milwaukee got right. into the early foul trouble there against Giannis. But back to your point saying he should be past this. And and yeah. to your point, it's the it's the I don't know how to interrupt your point, but it's the type of it's the what it's the way he's getting them saying.
0: Yeah, man, it's disgusting.
1: The fifth one, and I was gonna save this for seasoning, but you know, grabbing Wiseman by the jersey when you know the team needs you on the floor and you know the refs are watching you, when you've been told that is borderline. Yeah. Now, like it's past the point of immaturity where it's like, bro, they've told you this a thousand times. And yet the type of foul is still one that's, you know, one that a 18 year old, 19 year old first year, you know, grabbing James Wiseman by the jersey. It's it's the type of foul saying at a time where, you know, you got to be on the floor for this team. Like that's that's what I can't get past. You know, I, I thought we were I'll be honest with you, I thought we we had turned the corner with some of this stuff.
0: And and I'll say this, Jaron was getting a very favorable whistle. Jaron's been fouling the entire season. <laughs> but he's getting, he's he, he was getting a very favorable whistle. And I will say this, this is a conspiracy thing, this isn't a finger point thing, but I will say that when John Morant got ejected from that game and all that the talking he was doing, that's when Jaron's whistle kind of ended. I don't know, I don't know if anybody else picked that up, but yeah, around that time is when you saw Jaren's whistle. It's the talking. Like we talk so fucking much, man, as a team, that we're 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 working against ourselves. Our perception is is horrible, with 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 fans, refs, all anyone. You know what I mean? Because we do so much. I'm not gonna tell these guys to stop talking, but when you do all that goddamn talking, and you get your ass embarrassed like you did yesterday, and these dudes are stepping over you and clowning you and barking at you and clapping in your face on that type of stuff. That's I don't, I'm not. I don't feel sorry for anybody today. I'm i'm I, hey salute Golden State Warriors. You guys were the you guys were the last NBA champions, and the team that's been talking plenty of shit about you ever since last ever since we lost Game Six yesterday last year. We've been talking. We've been talking the entire time. We we barked and we got this national TV game on Christmas Day. You're playing without Steph Curry. Playing the team without Steph Curry, and you got your ass. Handed to you. Well, to,
1: and to the point uh, on your point about Jaron, just to put a little finer point on that, by, you know, against the team that called you a bum. Right. You know, Clay, Clay Thompson, you know, my only, my, the, the only problem I've had with Golden State on, on throwing some of it back at the Grizzlies, and I'm with you on the Grizzlies, asked for all this, like I didn't, but was Clay calling Jaron a bum? Because I thought his comment on Twitter about strength and numbers was actually a compliment that night. Hey, look at how deep we are too, more than a you know, because again, it wasn't Golden State that they beat that night. Remember that uh, it was a night where their bench had had. I, I, was it? What was it? Was that at I the think it was. I think
0: but, they did beat Golden State in the regular season. When you "Yeah, it was." It was a Golden State win. I, I didn't.
1: My point was, I didn't think it was disrespectful enough to be called for him to be called a bum. Is my point on that? That that said, everything that Clay did yesterday, and and the barking at Dylan when he fell down, brother, yeah. the, the Grizzlies had brought that on on their own by by the talking they had done yeah. uh, and everything else. And listen, I, I think it just adds to what's. Clearly, to me, if not the, one of the two or three most heated rivalries in the NBA. yeah, Because I, I would tell you that, and I guess we saw it get heated a little bit with, I don't know how much you saw that Boston-Milwaukee game, but Jalen Brown and Giannis got into it. You could tell. Mm-hmm. Like, those two teams are tired of each other. yeah. So there's starting to be a little bit of attention tension and intensity there. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think it matches the intensity level no. in, of, of Golden State. We didn't bring it. We didn't answer the bill. And and Memphis didn't answer the bell. So like I said on on a in a game where you know that the last time you saw them, Klay Thompson was calling you out. I just mm-hmm. didn't think I didn't think Jaron, you know, just played you know the 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 smart game. He let those guys he yeah. let them get marked up and let those referees get him out of the game.
0: You let the corniest dude in the NBA like clown y'all. And then after the game, he gave y'all a father son speech after the game in the post game. You know what I mean? I'm listening to Clay, what Clay said. Like, this dude's not wrong about nothing. And nice, he, so we're
1: we're going to hold him off as long as we can. Man, 32-year-old he, Clay Thompson said that yeah. about these 23-year-olds that have been, you know, yeah. believing that they're on that level.
0: He was like, yeah, y'all dudes are up next, man. But the Dynasty stuff, chill out, man. Get y'all one. You know what I mean? Get you one. And then we can talk Dynasty. And, and I'm not mad at that at all, bro. And I know that Golden State is going to fade out until the sunset soon. And, and I know we're probably the team in the West is going to take that rain from them. But, man, right now, you've got to lick your wounds and take that ass whooping because you took one, a big one, on national television. You know what I mean? And um, it sucks, man. Like, And 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 I know – and I'm not going to tell this team to stop talking, even though I may have done it already in this show.
1: No, because but, usually they back it up. Saying, yeah, that's why and that's part of open. who they
0: are, man. It's just what they do, bro. It, that's part of their chemistry. It's part of what gets them going. But I hope that that ass whooping they took yesterday humbled them a little bit and in event that I hope it just refocuses them, I hope it gives them the energy, you know, what I mean, the momentum they need to the push to uh to get it together, man. Because there are guys I'm seriously concerned about, man. Zaya Williams, I understand, like, you know, you're coming back from injury, dude. Desmond Bain left and came back since you came back, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're still with some, oh, you got to get him going, man. It's, it's been, has it been like 10 games for Zaya since he's been playing?
1: I don't know if we're up to 10 yet, but we're we're this getting shooting there.
0: is horrible. Like, dude, what and they, I'm telling you, man, I've I've been kind of sitting on this and I haven't wanted to say this. There are some troubling things I'm saying with Zaire Williams' body.
1: Eight games That's, for Zaire. said so troubling things games. with his body.
0: Yeah, like I don't think he's physically right. And I and, and I'm at the point where I'm about to say, I don't think we're gonna see Zaire, good Zaire Williams at all this season. And I hate to be, I'm not being, I hate to be negative. I hate to speak something on the dude that ain't there. But I just, I just there are just times where he looks like he's scared to do certain things with his lower body. And I and i know the neat stuff is out there, but he just doesn't look, I don't know, man. Like it, it, he just does not look like he's right to me physically. I mean, I may be seeing something that's not there and I hope I'm not seeing something that's not there, but I, I'm, I'm just super concerned about him. I'm not going to keep making excuses for you can't make the basketball go into the basket. Like, I'm I'm done with that with him. Like, dude, you look terrible. You look like you want no part of, of what's going on. He looked like he wanted no part of what's going on out there yesterday. John Conchar, we all were, were, were excited about Bane coming back and, and putting John Conchar on the bench. Dude, I don't even know why you want you in the game. You had Ty Jerome looking like an upgraded version of you yesterday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he struggled 0 oh, oh of 6, 0 oh of 3 from 3.
0: Disgusting, man. If, if you can't be a guy we kick the ball out to and knock down shots, John Conchal, what what use are you? Because, yeah, you get rebounds. to do your 6'5", 6'4". That's cool. But, man, we need you to be able to do something in, in these type of games. And the fact that um, David Roddy might be your best reserve wing.
1: Hey, that was the first game he didn't play <laughs> in all season long. Yeah. That was the first game he didn't appear in uh, against. I could have Go- took to no, Roddy right minutes. I game, think he's man. part of the formula, but hey, it, that's the first game he didn't play in against Golden State. He, he's not, you know. Yeah. Now that everybody's back, you figure he's gonna. It's gonna be less and less for him. Disgusting, maybe, man. maybe, maybe he now back in a role later on. saying, but when now fully healthy, you know, and now that they're trying to work Zaire back in, it's 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 fewer minutes. It's it's gonna be less opportunity for for Roddy, who was who was coming along offensively, was coming along offensively. Mm-hmm
0: man and, and and I'll say this bro and and we'll get off of this segment because I, I i can't take much more. <laughs> I'll say this, um I don't know what I don't know i don't i haven't looked i I don't know what's next, I don't know about the games ahead, but all I know is, like I said, things that I thought were true, I'm questioning those things, and well, one of those things is, man, that I thought were true, I'm questioning this, I thought that we didn't have to do anything to be a contender at the end of the season. I thought development, time, and all those type of things get those guys together. I'm not sure if I'm there, man. And I hate to be in a situation where I look up and and pride or um, or just lack of understanding gets in the way and you don't make changes to this roster. Because I, I, I've, I've always been the guy saying, no, nah, we don't need to do nothing, man. These guys are good. You got... You know, you got this, you got this, you got that, everything else will work out. Man, I'm worried about even even what I what I saw yesterday. I know Jar, I know Jaws gonna do his thing. I'm not and I'm not extremely concerned about Jarren. And I know Bain's gonna be okay. But man, our bench though, our reserves, man, them dudes wanted none of it. And Golden States reserves were a bunch of guys. I never even, I didn't even know who these dudes were. But they were ready. They were ready for that moment, man.
1: I mean, but but yeah, I mean, you know how role players are in home games, saying, and they're thirteen yeah. and two there. But
0: they're role man. Coaches, man, shit, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? God, yeah. No, I, I,
1: I'm gonna go back to something because uh, I don't want to overreact here. I think, and I think you are a little bit. I'm gonna go back I'm to old, a little bit man. I'm, I'm gone. Oh, refocusing. I'm not gonna let a one and three road trip all of a sudden make me believe that this team needs roster changes or being, you know. And I'm with you. Zaire has struggled. But being overly worried about him, or now all of a sudden, you know, at Conchar, who's already was going to fall back in minutes, you're not talking about a deal now. The Bane's back, where he's going to have to play an extended amount of time, and 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 maybe it is somebody else besides him. Back to the point, I'm not to a point where I think after a one and three road trip, I won't roster chain refocus. Hopefully, yeah. it's an inexpensive lesson. Saint this right. team, this team was talking, it led by John Morant, was saying they're not concerned about anything in the West. And here's the bottom line: you're nine and nine <laughs> against the West. OK, Denver, by comparison, is 17 and seven. And I realize that's a lot more opportunities, 18 games to Denver's 24. But they're taking care of business against the West in a conference you're trying to climb. That's been jumbled all year long. Man, you've been at 500 against these. And and like we said, half of those nine wins have come against the bottom of the West Hill, like the OKC's, Houston's and San Antonio. So if you're going to mm-hmm. talk that talk and, and and talk about being a team that. Has no rival really in the West, and your only concern is Boston. Man, you gotta you you gotta start adding up some some wins against the West. Again, you're yeah. talking about a team that felt like where you know Dylan was saying it, Ja was saying it, you're about to roll up some wins. They were doing the talk, and we've been fine with talking the talk because usually they back it up, but they have not done that against Western conference opponents. They're 11 yeah. 3 against the East, nine and nine against the West. You gotta make some hay against the West. And you mentioned who's coming up, Phoenix again. You know, three of your next four phoenix uh, uh new orleans sacramento or against western conference teams yeah like this team oh, especially on the road where it's seven and ten this year has got to refocus mm-hmm. thing. Right? and listen a lot of that is going to be you, you know and i know i'm getting loud but i th- I really i i, I think really, it is i think we're all emotional after that loss yesterday. a lot of this is going to be you finally got your hole right Bain's back. We didn't even talk. You know, it's two games in, but you yeah. got him back, and that's the most important thing. You got him back with Dylan and Jaron and Ja, and so now hopefully you can stop with the talking, to be honest with you, and start piling up some wins, particularly against the West. Like, yeah. you're, you're because you've played fewer games in the West than most, the rest of your schedule is going to be West heavy, and so you can't be going yeah. 500 in this conference talking about a one seed, you know, that right now is, yeah. is, is only a game off the pace because of its – you know, gaudy 11 and three Eastern Conference record. It's not anything it's done in the West. And so you still have some things to prove when it comes to your spot in the West, particularly yeah. uh, uh, how you've played Western Conference teams. And I, like I said, I come back, I come away from that saying, saying, you know, maybe it'll be an inexpensive lesson where now Taylor's got some things he can point out on the board and say, oh, man, this was one and three. Look what we just did on this Western Conference trip. Yeah. It's an inexpensive lesson where you can come out of that, go back to your word and refocus, man, and actually get back to a, yeah. you know. They got, they've, they've, got got the talent. Talent.
0: they've got the talent. They've got the pieces. Sure. Yeah, I,
1: it, they just. Maybe right there already where you don't have to. Man- I'm not saying that you don't need a move. We may learn that about this yeah. team, but I don't think we learned it based on a, you know, a one and three road trip. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go too crazy.
0: Oh man, thank you, brother. I appreciate it.
1: I just want to calm you down, brother. I, I, it wasn't emotion, it and I know, I know you oh, were there. You were at the family event. And you couldn't say, you know, you couldn't look say, at them. Look at like, all oh, man, look at this. You couldn't say what you really felt, and so I know you. I, I know now you can get it off, and we we can get yeah, it off. Right. Chest, you
0: know what? Man. That was Yeah, there you go, man. That's
1: we're gonna, gonna be all right. We would have taken two and two going into it. There was an opportunity to do that yesterday. They let it go. Bro,
0: we had lost all these games. If you be, if you beat Golden State. On Christmas, I'm feeling good
1: today. Man. I don't give
0: a crap about nothing. Eating
1: Phoenix the way they did. You would have, you know, you would have salvaged that road trip two and two, you coming back good, again, man. and you would have felt good. You know, it's it's one less. That said, it, it's time to get going against these western Conference yeah. opponents. You gotta do it, man. Gotta do No excuses. No
0: excuses.